Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen at snc.tv and local now channel 525 the following program is brought to you by bridgeway community church from our nation's capital welcome to real talk with dr david anderson seasoned expert on race religion relationships dr anderson wants to talk to you phone lines are open now 888-432-7434 and now please welcome dr david anderson your bridge building voice in the nation's capital afternoon friends david anderson live right here in the nation's capital how in the world are you today well wherever you are in your kitchen in your car maybe in front of your computer or your smartphone watching me uh, on my facebook live page at anderson speaks is the page uh thank you so much for tuning in there and of course on the most listened to christian talk station on the east coast second in the entire country W-A-V-A, 105.1 FM, right out of Arlington, Virginia, covering all of the D.C., Maryland, Virginia metropolitan area. It also includes parts of West Virginia and Pennsylvania as well. Thanks a lot for tuning in. Of course, today is Marriage Monday, uh, one of our favorite days at the top of the week to talk about marriage. And so we're going to talk about that as well as uh, the way we roll throughout the week tomorrow, Tough Topic Tuesday, then Wisdom Wednesday, then Theological Thursday, and then Open Phone in Friday. So it's going to be a great week, and so I hope that you uh, tune in all week. And of course, I hope that you uh, realize that whenever it rains, it should remind you that it's possible you could get rain in your basement. And I am grateful to Best Buy Waterproofing, one of our advertisers who, uh, you know, they came out to our house, thought we were just going to get a backup battery generator. Turned out we had water that we didn't even know was hiding right up under the foundation there in the crevices. And so they've put out drains and everything. We're just so grateful we, uh, we dodged a major bullet of having a flooded basement. So if you want a free inspection from this group right here they will take care of you best buy waterproofing mr altman is the owner he will you know take your phone call directly so i just want to make sure uh, that you understand they're one of our advertisers they sponsor us and i want to make sure you know that they give us a 500 dollar gift whenever they do business with one of my listeners as well as giving you great discounts so why don't you get a free inspection while you can at uh, 888-844-980-3707. That's Best Buy Waterproofing. They are our sponsor today. If you want more information, you can always go to bestbuywaterproofing.com. I'll give you the number one more time. I'm going to pray, and then we're going to talk about marriage, and specifically our topic today is marriage again? Yep. 
Can you marry again? If you do marry again, what other challenges do you have them? And would you like to talk to me about it? Now, again, their phone number is 844-980-3707, bestbuywaterproofing.com. We're going to go to the Lord now, and then if you want to give me a call, my phone lines are open. My call screen is ready for you, 888-43-BRIDGE. That number is 888-43-BRIDGE. If you have questions about marrying again, and for some people, again and again, (laughs) okay, but uh, maybe you are in a blended family, maybe you're in a second or a third marriage, Uh, maybe you're wondering, can you marry again? Should you marry again? Uh, What is it like to go beyond one marriage? Maybe you are a widow or widower. Maybe you're a divorcee. Maybe you had an annulment back when you were 19 uh, when you got married there in Vegas. Whatever it may be, uh, the reality is we have to think through sometimes what is it like to meet again, to date again, uh, and uh, maybe to love again. If you want to talk to me about it, again, my number is 888-43-BRIDGE. All right, my lines are open. Let's go to prayer. Dear Lord, we thank you for today. Happy Monday, another day that we actually get to talk with one another and to learn uh, from you and from the word of God. So we commit today's show over to you in the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen. Well, my number live in studio is 888-432-7434. That's 888-432. Bridge. Uh, other ways to get a hold of me, andersonspeaks.com, as well as embracegracism.com. Uh, those are two ways to get a hold of me, even off the air. But if you want to call me now, we're talking about marriage. It's Marriage Monday. Uh, if you have a question about marrying again, or if you're already in another marriage, you've been married before, Uh, and you have some challenges and questions you want to ask me about, I can give you some of my thoughts from Scripture and also some of my thoughts from uh, maybe walking with others. I've only been married once. Amber and I have been married now uh, for, you know, uh, almost, almost 27 uh, years. So I've only been married to one. My mom's been married to two. Uh, My dad passed away when I was 21 years old, Uh, and then she remarried uh, uh, a man whose wife had passed after they had been married for 39 years. And uh, so mom remarried Reverend Jackson. They were married for beyond 20 years, I believe it was. So, uh, you know, I don't have the experience of being married two or three times. I do have the experience of having sort of two dads, if you will. Uh, my first and biological dad, the one I love and grew up with until I was an adult. Uh, And then even as an adult, having sort of a second dad, a new dad, a stepdad, whatever words we use and labels we use, it's different. Uh, You know, it's just different. You relate differently. And, uh, you know, so some of you probably have experiences where you have children uh, that, uh, you know, you're dating somebody or you're married to someone. They have children from another uh, and, you know, now you become the stepdad or the stepmom. Maybe you had kids yourself. Now you're blending them together. All kind of challenges come with that as well. And so if I can help you, if you want to talk about it, go through it. Uh, we'll be happy uh, to do that. Uh, let me go ahead and uh, see, uh, you know, on my screen here. But instead of taking a call right now, let me run to my commercial break. And as soon as I get back, I'm going to start taking your call. So go ahead, get in where you fit in right now. Give me a call, 
888-432-7434. That's 888-43-BRIDGE. Multicultural Ministry Handbook. What is multicultural ministry? How does it affect me? Why is it important? If you want to know the answers to these and many other questions, then the Multicultural Ministry Handbook is a must-read. This story was modeled on the pioneering planting of Bridgeway Community Church, where founding pastor Dr. David Anderson had the vision for a dynamic, diverse, grace-filled place. Authored by a group of folks who've been doing ministry together for many years, this book is a testimony of personal journeys and practical ideas for any church with the desire to do life as God would have us do it. The Multicultural Ministry Handbook, published by InterVarsity Press, can be purchased at your local bookstore, Amazon.com, or Andersonspeaks.com. and there was that smell you weren't quite sure what it was mold mildew cracks or blistered paint in your walls well listen you need to call best buy waterproofing they'll come by give you a free inspection and they'll let you know is it water wreaking havoc on the foundation of your home they have more than 30 years of experience and they're ready to give you and all my listeners a free basement inspection all you got to do is give them a call 844 844- 980-3707. One more time, here's the number, 844-980-3707, or check them out at bestbuywaterproofing.com. And by the way, if you do business with them, they'll donate $500 to support my radio ministry. So give them a call, Best Buy Waterproofing. Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. For more information about this program or for resources from Dr. Anderson, please visit andersonspeaks.com. You can call our hotline at any time at 888-432-7434. That's 888-43-BRIDGE. To watch us on Facebook Live or to check out our previous broadcasts, visit Dr. Anderson's public Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson and click like. To join our text community and receive a free weekly textspiration from Dr. Anderson, just text the word INSPIRE to 50555. That's I-N-S-P-I-R-E to 50555. And now, back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. I got a few shout-outs. Shout-out to uh, Montreal. At the KNG manager over there. Thanks a lot for always hooking me up with some good clothes. And Daryl Musgrove and Bonita Lucas, thank you for your uh, financial gifts to the ministry here uh, to keep Real Talk on the air. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. And on my Facebook page, uh, Andrew Carey, big shout out. Andrew Altman, good shout out to him from uh, Best Buy Waterproofing. And uh, Wahili Battle, thank you so much. Uh, as well as uh, Sherry McPherson. And Linda Genti Iskerzak, thank you so much, and the rest of you who are there as well. 
Well, if you're just tuning in, we're talking on this Marriage Monday about marriage again? That's right. Any questions or concerns or challenges with multiple marriages, if you want to talk to me about it and maybe ask me a question or think through with me uh, the dating thing again, <laughs> uh, give me a call, 888-43-BRIDGE. That's 888-432-7434. All right, let's go to our first call in Landover, Maryland, with Aisha, who's on the line. Hi, Aisha. How are you today? Did I say your I'm name doing right? Well, I'm yourself. How are you? Oh, I'm doing well. How yes, do you sir. say your name? Did I say it right? It's Aisha. Aisha. Okay, I did pretty well with that. So tell me, Aisha, what is your comment or question? My question is, as believers, we um we're actually supposed to do things God's way. Mm-hmm. And what God says about divorce is is that we're not to remarry unless that spouse dies. Mm-hmm. Or unless we are reconciled back to our very first spouse. Right. So unless they marry again. Right? I mean, and yes, unless we're reconciled back to our mm-hmm. first spouse, the person that we originally married. If we um But if they marry if they marry again just to be clear, if they marry again and then get divorced, uh you shouldn't remarry them back according to some of the old testament rules. But we're living in both Old Testament and New Testament. Yeah, I'm just adding yeah, I'm just adding that to what you're saying. Yep, I'm just I'm just adding that to what you're saying. That's all. Go ahead. (laughs) Go ahead. Okay, I'm just trying to find out. A lot of people want to get remarried, mm-hmm. but don't see it as the word says. If you marry somebody else while that spouse is alive, you're considered committing adultery. Yeah. So how does that work? I mean, I've never been married before. Sure. But I see a lot of people saying, "Well, it's okay. It's okay." There's a lot of there's a lot of people that actually have a problem with it because of Jesus's words. It says, you know, if you marry somebody who uh, is divorced, they're still married in God's eyes, and so therefore you're committing adultery. And those were those were Jesus's words. Uh, there are a lot of people who agree with that. There's some people that would kind of disagree with that, and then there are some that would say it depends on the circumstances. So I would say it depends on the circumstances. Why? Because Jesus gives us uh, some exceptions here. The word of God gives us some exceptions. For instance, one exception, Jesus says in Matthew 5, is uh, adultery. So if you're married to somebody, Aisha, and they commit adultery, you can stay with them. You can forgive them and, and move on. That'd be awesome. And I think that's what God's desire would be. But if they do break that marital commitment, and commit adultery, you do have the right to let them go. And if you do, uh, then that would be a, a biblical exception or reason for divorce. Now, I just want to make, make sure that people who are listening to me don't think, my spouse committed adultery, I can go get a divorce now. But what I am saying is if your spouse commits adultery, continues to commit adultery, and they don't want to stay in the marriage, and they're just not being right, if you divorce them, uh, I do not believe God will ma- be mad at you. I believe he gives you a, a, a certificate to say, you know what? They broke the covenant. You can divorce. So there's, yeah. the, fir- there's the first exception. There's another exception as well found mm-hmm. in 1 Corinthians. And this is what they call abandonment. 
Uh, so adultery would be one. Mm-hmm. Abandonment would be a second reason. And uh, that reason is, let's say, Aisha, you're married to a guy, and um, let's say you get saved, and he doesn't. And you've been praying for him to get saved, but now he's turned on you, and he's saying, you know what, I don't even want to be married to you. You love that Jesus. You like that church. I don't even want to be married to you. Get out of my face. And you try to stay some more. You try to stay some more, but he's making it hard. He finally says, listen, I don't want anything to do with you. The text actually teaches us that we're allowed as believers then to let that person go and no longer be bound in that relationship. Now, again, I, I don't want people to hear me to say, listen, if your spouse is unsaved, you can leave them. <laughs> I'm not saying that. Uh, but uh-huh. I just want to make sure to give the biblical teaching of the two biblical reasons for divorce. Now, in our culture, Aisha, some have added some things. <laughs> like some have said, Dr. Anderson, you give two A's, adultery and abandonment. But what about abuse? Now, what some people would say uh-huh. is abuse is another reason. But let me tell you how they justify it. They justify abuse by saying it's like abandonment. If a man is beating on Aisha, so Aisha's married, this dude is is beating on her, slapping her, she goes to the police, she does all these things, but he's just beating on her. Some would say, well, so mm-hmm. what? It's not abandonment and it's not adultery. She needs to go home and take it. That's kind of old school chauvinism. But new school folk mm-hmm. would say, no, that may be abandonment too. He's abandoned loving her and now he is mistreating her. So he's emotionally abandoned her. Now, again, it's a bit of a stretch, but like my friend Tony Evans would probably have that view of it, and others would have that view of that is just another way of of cultural abandonment. They didn't have it in the same way back there. They have it this way now, and so let's call that abandonment. I don't know what you think about that, What? A, but I think what's going on in our culture now is what is adultery really uh, because of the Internet? What is abandonment because of abuse? This is why personally as a pastor, I believe, that uh, divorces should be done in a way where there has pastoral care. So the pastors in the church can kind of oversee the circumstances and the situation. I've been in situations where I've taken men in at 3 o'clock in the morning to get a woman out of a situation, and we have allowed her to be separated from uh, her spouse and then ultimately uh, to divorce uh, to save her life. But without pastoral care and without the discernment of the spirit, Sometimes people don't know whether it's right, whether it's wrong, whether they're allowed to or not. So I would say uh, add pastoral leadership to trying to look into the circumstance because it's somewhat situational. Does that make sense to you? It does. And I'm, I mean, you brought up adultery, uh, abandonment, and abuse. And yeah. I, I mean, when it comes down to it, from what I know of the word, if you look at a woman with lust in your eyes, you're right. committing adultery right. anyway. If yeah. you're not, even if you're not physically involved in it, right? And I can understand the abandonment situation, but it also says if you being a saved one, you can sanctify your husband or your yeah. unsaved yeah. wife yeah. by not by words but by action. Mm-hmm. So, but my thing is like a lot of people in the church 
Yes, they get married for the wrong reasons. Yes, yes. But then they say, okay, because I can't fix this and we can't fix that, <laughs> yes. then I want to get a divorce. And yes. it doesn't say about, okay, anything about, okay, well, my heart has gotten hard towards them mm-hmm. or they cheated on me. It's just that we're not compatible or anything. So yeah. my thing is yeah. I understand and I respect the real reasons for divorce yeah but i'm still like wondering okay even with those and even with the the things that actually god can fix because we sure. can't fix those right. certain other little ninks and kinks right why would people feel that okay well since this went wrong here then i could just go get married again right but god says you know if it's not a biblical reason that you're getting a divorce, then yep. if you choose to go get married again, you're committing adultery. Well, and here's because you're right. That first mm-hmm. marriage, I never ended it. You decided to end it. You know. Well, and that's so that's that's my thing. And I'm with you. A lot of people are getting divorced because okay, well, I got married for the wrong reasons. Well, yep. now I want to get married for the right yep. reasons. Yep. Oh, well, I married this one for the wrong reasons. Yep. I'm like, okay, but you're just continuing to commit adultery, and people are like, well. They're trying to manipulate the words. They were God said a man shouldn't be alone. I'm like, mm-hmm. uh, hello. <laughs> Is can somebody give some answer yeah. to this? Because even women think that way, you know. And, well, and this is I, why you have one, to ha- you have to have a, pastoral <laughs> care over these situations because mm-hmm. without having pastoral care, it, it there's a lot of circumstances that go on. And you're right, people left to their own are making their own decisions about compatibility. Like, they're making decisions about who to marry. Now, even marrying someone, I think you ought to have pastoral care, premarital counseling, because you may think this is the person for you, but it may not be. We, we need a confirmation. We need affirmation. We need prayer. We need insight. We need wisdom and discernment. And when you have pastoral care, it really, really helps. Uh, but you're right. People are just marrying because uh, she looks good. You know, he looks fine. I'm I'm 30 years old. I'm 40. I want to have a baby. I'm 35. You know, all of this other stuff. And so we we take marriage into our own hands instead of saying, God, what you have joined together, you know, is is the Lord joining them together. You're right, Aisha. And then what happens on the other side when it doesn't work out? Well, is God tearing it apart or are you tearing it apart? Let no man uh, tear asunder. Uh, the scripture mm-hmm. says. And so, I mean, you're right on, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm right with you. Then the question becomes, should someone remarry? The same process of should someone marry, the same process of should someone get divorced is the same process I believe we should have should someone get remarried. And that is pastoral care to help understand what the scriptures say, what the scriptures mean, and uh, what God is saying right now to that couple. And without that, I think people are like without a shepherd. And so without a shepherd, they're making all kinds of decisions. Boy, you kicked my show off really well, Aisha. Thank you so very much, okay? (laughs) Thank you. Blessings. God be all the glory. Blessings. Hey, by the way. You have a blessing. I got a quick quick question before I I move on. What about you and getting married? How old are you? Do you want to get married or do you want to stay single? What's in your heart these days? I'm 38. Um, it's a good age. I didn't know. I didn't know if I wanted to be married until God mm. revealed to me that that's part of His plan. Mm. So I'm just working on my purpose and trying right. to be the best mother I can be until 
defends my husband. Wow. I believe I know who he is. Uh-oh. But, um, you already know? You know, we. <laughs> I, I, God revealed him to me years ago, oh, but wow. you know how we all, we, we have a spiritual and we have a natural. Mm-hmm. And when we have so many people in our ears, Reminding of who the person used to be or whatever. Mm. Sometimes there's okay, God, are you sure? Did you did you is that mm. me or is that you? So okay. I just decided to let go and let the man be like, Look, if 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 I'm right, you mm. know where to find me. If I'm right. wrong, may God bless you anyway, you know. Wow. So um okay. I just want God's will for my life and my children and anything outside of that, um, the birds can have it. <laughs> I heard that. I heard. Now, you said children, so you've already had kids, but you were never married? I was never married. All of my children came to as a blessing to save my life, even though they came out of wedlock. Yes, sir. Mm, gotcha. Now, were if you I a believer? didn't have my first, if I didn't have, if I didn't mm. have my first one, I would not be here right now. I heard if I didn't that. have my second one, I wouldn't be closer to God. If I didn't have my third one, a lot of hidden truths wouldn't have came about. So mm. it is well, and I can't complain. Well, you're seeing the goodness that comes out of of uh, even though it was out of wedlock, and you know that probably wasn't the right thing to do god still used it to save you i think that's what happens with a lot of people who get married again i know a lot of people have been in a second relationship and they're like you know what it wasn't right but guess what god has used this second marriage to really save me and to bless me and so sometimes you just got to look at it as wow god's grace is just crazy sufficient hey listen i gotta run aisha i'm coming right back though i'm running to my commercial break god bless you i'm coming right back so uh destiny juanita hold on This is Real Talk, and we're getting real right here on Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. I owed about $36,000 in credit card debt. It was hard to sleep at nights. It would be the last thing I thought about before I went to sleep and pretty much the first thing I thought about when I got up in the morning. Many families have found themselves relying on credit cards to get through tough times, a job loss, medical expenses, or other unexpected financial hardships. For the last 25 years, nonprofit Christian credit counselors have helped over 300,000 Americans get out of debt. Instead of having debt from seven credit cards, I only had one payment a month to make. Christian credit counselors can stop late fees creditor calls and lower your interest rates to reduce your debt more quickly. Their average client becomes debt-free up to 80% faster. I'd recommend this program to anybody. Call a personal credit counselor for your free no-obligation debt analysis. Call 800-557-1985, 800-557-1985, or visit ChristianCreditCounselors.org, ChristianCreditCounselors.org. Call 800-557-1985. MyPillow has now made it easier than ever to own a MyPillow. Not only are they still offering a 10-year warranty, not only is it guaranteed not to go flat, made in the USA, washable and dryable, but here is one of their best offers yet. For a limited time, go to MyPillow.com or call 800-517-3636. Use the promo code WAVA to take advantage of the four-pack special. You'll get 50% off two MyPillow premium pillows and two go-anywhere pillows. Now you can take your MyPillow with you when you travel and even give one to a friend. There's no 
excuse to delay any longer. Purchase the best pillow you'll ever own. Call 800-517-3636. Get the four-pack special. That's 50% off two MyPillow premium pillows and two go-anywhere pillows. MyPillow will get you into that deep sleep faster and you will stay there longer. Call 800-517-3636. Notice the difference a good night's sleep can make at home or now even when you travel. Call 800-517-3636 or go to MyPillow.com and use the promo code WAVA. Thinking about life insurance? What if you could make one free phone call and learn your best price from nearly a dozen highly rated price competitive companies? Well, that's exactly what happens when you call SelectQuote Life. For example, George is 40. He was getting sky-high quotes from other companies because he takes meds to control his blood pressure. But when I shopped around, I found him a 10-year, $500,000 policy for under $25 a month. I'm SelectQuote agent Dan Savino. And believe me, if SelectQuote isn't shopping for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. For a free quote, call 800-523-3771. That's 800-523-3771. 800-523-3771. Or go to selectquote.com. Since 1985, we shop, you save. Get full details on the example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your price could vary depending on your health issuing company and other factors. Not available in all states. This is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. A little groovy beat there just to keep you awake on this Monday. But I'm telling you, if you're listening to me and we're having a conversation, you're staying awake because we're talking about some real stuff here. It's Marriage Monday. We're talking about marriage again. That's the topic with a question mark. Uh, any questions or challenges with, uh, with multiple marriages? That's what we're talking about today. And boy, my Facebook is just moving here. I mean, like a couple of good questions on here. One is uh, young people getting married uh, because they don't want to have premarital sex. And uh, the one uh, lady uh, on my Facebook page says that uh, she knows two couples that have married for that reason, young couples, uh, because it says in the scriptures better to, to marry than to burn, you know, to burn with passion. Uh, that have been divorced within six years of getting married because they got married for the wrong reason. Or is it the right reason? Is it okay to marry someone because you are sexually attracted? You don't want to have premarital uh, sex because you want to save yourself for your your spouse. Uh, And then all of a sudden you're married to the spouse and uh, you realize, oh, my gosh, maybe I got married because, well, I was, uh, I guess you can't say the certain words. Uh, I was, uh, let's just say my appetite was, was great. Uh, there you go. So then when that appetite is, is uh, satisfied, uh, then the real you shows up and the real person shows up and the real couple now has to live real life once that appetite. So is that right or is that wrong? Again, I'm going to go back to situational uh, circumstances. Uh, it's going to depend on the couple. Uh, if it's strictly uh, marriage for uh, sexual gratification, I don't think that's the best way to handle it. Me as a pastor, I don't believe. Now, there's some old school pastors, look, better to marry than the burn passion. Marry. You want that girl, marry her. But 
problem is, do you really know her and does she really know you or are you driven by your drive? Did you get that? Because if you're driven by your drive, once your drive uh, is satisfied, will you st still be driven to, mar to, to, to be married to her? All right. And there is a distinct difference between being married and having a marriage. And you've got to be ready for a marriage, regardless of whether you're burning with passion, regardless of whether uh, you already had sex and now she's pregnant. So should I marry her or should you marry him because uh, he impregnated me? You've got to be ready, listen, not to be married, but to have a marriage. And until you're ready to have a marriage, I would say personally uh, that uh, you shouldn't get married. Now, again, there's an old school philosophy. There's a lot of cultures where they got married based on um, not love and passion, but based on arrangement. And they'd be together 30, 40. I know some people who have been arranged marriages, and they've been married 30, 40, 50 years. And they're doing a whole lot better in their culture with marriage statistics than we are in our culture because we marry just because of love and passion and, and all this other stuff. So who is God calling you to marry, and are you in it for the long haul, and what does it mean? I believe you've got to be prepared for marriage. And 85% of the couples that stay together uh, have had premarital counseling. A lot of the couples that break up is because they haven't had premarital counseling. Let me say that again because I had the statistic wrong. 85% of those that break up never had premarital counseling. That tells you something, doesn't it? They weren't preparing for a marriage. They were just preparing to get married, two different things. All right, let me go to Destiny in Alexandria, Virginia. Hi, Destiny. Welcome to the show. How are you today? I'm well, Dr. David Anderson. How are you? I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for hanging with me. You got a comment or question today? Yeah, I just wanted to follow up with the um, caller from before. Um, and it's just this topic about like marriage and divorce is definitely something that I think everyone has grappled with a little bit. Yeah. But I really just wanted to kind of go back to what you were saying about First Corinthians, in Corinthians mm -hmm. where Paul talked about like for the you know, unbelieving wife and the unbelieving husband, like if the um, spouse wanted to go, then they'd let them go and they weren't bound. And so, right. you know, I've heard people talk about like abandonment. Right. And so the, the key thing, like when I've read that scripture, I go back to like verse 10 where Paul is like basically to the married, I give this command, but not, right. but not me, right. the Lord. Right. And he basically says like, if you separate the woman remain unmarried or be reconciled yeah. and then that the husband that the husband must not divorce but then in verse 12 when he talks about now the rest which is now about the whole abandonment leaving right. and stuff like that he says you know i'm saying this right not the lord and so i look at it sort of like supreme court paul knew he couldn't say anything or give a commandment to the church that would have superseded right what god has said so if jesus on the scene his word was except for the cause of fornication, mm -hmm. if you remarry, then you're committing adultery, then that was the law of the land. Mm -hmm. And then here comes Paul now saying, you know, if you're leaving, he I don't think he was addressing le divorcing and remarrying. That's mm -hmm. not what he even talked about. He just said, look, if your spouse isn't a believer and they want to leave you and go, then let them have, you know, have peace in your home. Mm -hmm. God is not saying you got to chase them down. Right. But the law of God still says remain unmarried 
or be reconciled to your husband. So I want to hear, like, what are your thoughts about that? Well, I'm, I'm with you on it. I'm reading the same passage, and uh, I, I'm not conflicted um, when it says, when he says, I, not the Lord, you're absolutely right. I mean, it's still God's word, and God still, um, you know, confirmed it as his word, but Paul was... Uh, like me, I guess, you know, I'm saying like, listen, this is what I'm saying, but you got to go to what the Lord says. And I think that's a good distinction. And, and I, I think you're right on, Destiny. I'm glad that you uh, underscored that. Hey, listen, I got to run to my break, Destiny, so I'm going to let you go. But as soon as I get back, I'll be right here with you. Sebla Didiuhailu answered in one of her essays like this. I was not there just to add a prefix to my name, though that would feel good. The greater purpose of my preparation at OGS is to fulfill my mandate to be a change agent. The doctoral study is a time of preparation for me to see and to think, to understand the times, and to craft my way in fulfilling my calling. Sebla Didiuhailu, a current doctor of philosophy student from Ethiopia, is a counselor and adjunct psychology professor who hosts a weekly radio show in the capital city of Ethiopia and is an advocate for empowering women and children. What is your profession, and how can OGS help you grow to the next level in your graduate education? Dr. David Anderson is the new chancellor of Omega Graduate School, formerly known as Oxford Graduate School, and your education as a working adult is important to him, to God, and to all who will be changed in the world because of your important research. Go to OGS.edu today and apply, or call 1-800-933-6188. Hey listeners, are you wondering how you can stay in touch with TV radio personality Dr. David Anderson? Well, here's a little secret. You can download the Gracism app. The Gracism app allows you to connect with Dr. Anderson's social media pages and sponsors. You can see all of his past interviews and shows. You can purchase any of Dr. Anderson's five books using the Gracism app. There's just one more little secret I forgot to tell you. If you call during a live broadcast Monday through Friday using the Gracism app, you qualify to win one of Dr. Anderson's books. You can find the Gracism app on the Google Play Store or the Apple App Store. This is DJ Dynasty signing off. And remember, G-R-A-C-ism. Dr. Anderson would love for you to join his brand new public figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson on Facebook, and when you see his smiling face, click like. It's another great way for you to connect and follow the good doc. Have you heard any good lawyer jokes lately? Well, let me tell you about a lawyer who is no joke. That's James McCollum. He's a no-nonsense attorney who understands the law and he knows the Lord. When I have need of legal advice, I have contacted James McCollum. If you need legal representation, contact James McCollum at 301-864-6070. That's attorney James McCollum at 301-864-6070. And that's no joke. I'm back, and I'm still black. That's <laughs> the real talk with Dr. David Anderson. How in the world are you today? Well, wherever you are and whatever you're doing, I'm just glad to uh, share some space with you here. And we still have a good 15 minutes together. So if you want to give me a call, you can. I'm going to give you my number, then I'm going right back to the phone lines. If you're just joining us, we're talking about married again, question mark. Any questions or challenges with uh, multiple marriages? 
888-432-7434. All right, let's go to uh, Crystal in Columbia, Maryland. Hi, Crystal. It's Dr. Anderson. How are you? Hi, I'm doing well with yourself. Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thank you so much for hanging with me. What are you thinking? So um, I actually had a question um, kind of on the topic, but not really. So I actually got married through the court. Uh um, And I was wondering if that, I I was listening to a lot of your things about. Uh Uh-oh, looks like I lost you. Give me a call right back, Crystal, and ask me that question again because it was getting good. You got married through the courts, and then what happened? Uh, So give me a buzz back. Maybe it was a cell phone. Hopefully it wasn't ours. Uh, But please call me back. My number is 888-432-7434. And then uh, I have open lines if uh, you want to give me a call, not just you, uh, Crystal, but uh, if uh, you're thinking about giving me a call, now's the time to do it uh, because uh, you only have a couple minutes left. So get in where you fit in. All right, let's go to Juanita in Baltimore, Maryland. Hi, Juanita. It's Dr. David Anderson. How are you? Um, okay, how are you? I'm doing pretty good. Thanks for hanging with me. What are you thinking today? Okay, I have a situation. Um, this is my second marriage. Okay. Um, I I married the second time at tw- age of 24. Mm. And I was a babe in Christ. Okay. Um, still learning the voice of the Lord at the time, although I don't know why I was so stupid to do something like I mm. did. But anyway... Um, I kind of got involved with a married man who was a pastor. Uh-huh. And I told him, you know, what I felt the lead of the Holy Spirit. And um, he said, of course, and well, it was the Holy Spirit didn't tell me that you were supposed to marry me, whatever, whatever, whatever. I left alone. We left alone. But then we ended up getting um, involved. Okay. So he was having an adulterous affair with me. Got it. You're um, the other his, woman. His wife's divorce. Yes. Okay. His wife uh, divorced him, and um, a few months later, he married me. Okay. Um, now, ever since we married, I'll be quite honest, I've just felt in my spirit, that's not your husband. Oh, wow. Okay. So, and it's, it's, it's causing me problems. Now, we've been married 22 years. 22? Right. 22. Wow. But it's causing, I, I can't let that go. I, you know, I told my husband how I feel. He says, you know, God has forgiven us. Um, forgive yourself and mm-hmm. let's, you know, keep working on our marriage. Right. So my question, I guess, is, because <laughs> I'm really at the point of divorce. I, that's mm-hmm. where I'm at. Um, what, what, what do I do in this perspective? Do I, do I is, has God forgiven us? I mean, I know God's a physically forgiven God, but because I'm still in the relationship, yeah. You know, I just, just my mind is that. So if you can help me out. Well, first of all, have you gone to the previous wife and apologized and admitted what you've done? I have. Okay. And how did she respond, by the way? She is, she's at a I don't care mode. You know, she right. doesn't want to talk to me. You know, sure. she doesn't want to accept my apology. Yeah. Um, but I, you know, I understand that. You know, yeah. I, I understand where sure. she is, so sure. I can't be mad at her for that. But I, I did apologize. Yeah, good. Well, he is your husband now, and so what you, in in my opinion, you know, uh, kind of like my last caller says, the Lord or is it you? This is my opinion. You have to take it before God. Uh, but in my opinion, uh, he's your husband now. 
if you got into it wrong, uh, don't get out of it wrong and make two wrongs a right. Two wrongs don't make a right. And so what I would say is do what you're supposed to do and love him, surrender to him, and make this work because this is your second marriage too. Um, you know, and so both of you guys are in a second marriage. Uh, don't get divorced and then try to go get in a third marriage or something else. You got in it wrong, but you ask the Lord for forgiveness. You ask the person for forgiveness, whether they did or not is on them. And now you got to do what's right. Make it the best you can make it. Um, so that's, that's my two cents on it. Now, again, it's between you and the Holy Spirit, too, because if you're getting this sense that he's not my husband, he's not my husband. Well, he is your husband. You know, you didn't get him right. Uh, and you got into it wrong. Uh, but you're at least admitting that. You're open to admitting it. You're being honest about it. This is what repentance is. You go before the Lord and you go before him and her and you say, I'm sorry, forgive me. I'm not going to do this again. And then make this right. And the way to make it right is not by now ending this one and getting into another one. No, make this the best you can. Based on what you've told me, that's what I'm seeing. What do you think? That gives me peace. It does? Okay, good. Because you said you're at the edge of divorce. And I'm like, oh, Lord, no. There are many many reasons to get a divorce, but I don't think this is one of them. Uh, You got in it wrong, but, you know, you're you're in it. You know, my mama or somebody used to always say, maybe your mom said it too, but you made your bed, lie in it. Have you ever heard that? So now that I have, so now that you're lying in it, you might as well get it right, make it comfortable, uh, and you know, unless <laughs> you know, and so. But if he's a good man, uh, you know, uh, the, and it's been 22 years, you know, make it the best you can make it, uh, and I think I think God can still honor it. He can forgive you. He can move on. His grace covers a multitude of sins. That was a bad one. It really was, and you should always be grieved over it. But then don't be shamed over it because you already you already. God already paid for that on the cross. And you did what you were supposed to do to make it right. Now let's love the way God wants you to love. That's what I would do. That's my two cents, okay, Juanita? Thank you. All right. God bless you. Well, we still got a couple minutes left, so let me go to uh, – let me get back to Crystal. I lost her earlier. Hey, Crystal, welcome back. Sorry about that. That's okay. Um I um, was wanting to ask, um, I got married through the courthouse. Right. I didn't have the opportunity to get a pastor to do a counseling and do the whole wedding like I'd like it to be. Right. Um, At the time, I decided to buy a house instead of having a big wedding. Understood. Okay. And um, now I'm wondering, as I'm listening, is is my marriage considered invalid since I didn't do it that way Mm -hmm. through God's eyes? Mm-hmm. That's a great question. So if I get married by the courts, is it really a marriage? Well, yes, legally it's really a marriage. You've co- consummated it, I, I assuming, through relations. And so, yes, it is still a marriage in God's, in God's eyes. Now, are both of you believers now? We are. Yeah. And so in God's eyes, you're married. Uh, I do believe in sacred marriage and in secular marriage. So if it's, if a marriage is secular, it doesn't mean it's of God. But once you consummate it, it really is of God, and now you got to live under God's lordship. And that sounds to me like what you're doing. So you're okay. Now, if you want to have a spiritual ceremony, do it for your renewal. How long have you guys been married? I, it's been it's about to be 
eleven, and I do want to do that. So at twelve, at twelve, then uh, just like a, a kid who's by mitzvah or whatever like that, make twelve when Jesus became an adult. You know, at twelve and everything in the temple, all this stuff. Make twelve the time that you do a renewal for your marriage and do it with a pastor. It's going to be great. What do you think? Oh, I think that's great. I am a member of your church. Oh, so you I are. Probably just meet. Oh, yeah. great. Well, come. Come into the lobby and introduce yourself to me. I will put a face to the conversation. Let's get a pastor to marry you. I think it'd be great for a renewal. Hey, listen, I got to run to a break, Crystal. Yeah. Thanks a lot for calling. Listen, I'm coming right back in three minutes. Policies issued by American General Life Insurance Company, Houston, Texas. Not available in all states. For details, visit AIGdirect.com. It takes a lot of courage to face your own death, but I'm glad I finally did. See, I was putting off getting life insurance to protect my family, even though I knew it was important. Then my neighbor's husband died. I watched her struggle emotionally and financially. It really made me face reality. If my husband died, how would I pay the mortgage, the car payments, or keep up the life the kids and I had? I realized I needed to get us life insurance right away. So I called AIG Direct. In less than five minutes, I had a quote. I was shocked at how affordable it is. Just $14 a month for $250,000 of term life coverage. I feel so much better knowing my family has protection. Call AIG Direct right now for a free no-obligation quote. The call takes less than five minutes, and you can save up to 70%. Call now, 1-800-500-7021. That's 1-800-500-7021. 1-800-500-7021. John Van Pay, pastor and author of the new book, Marathon Faith. Surrendering your life to Jesus is the greatest decision you'll ever make. But that's just the starting line. Many of us begin our spiritual races of following Jesus with unrealistic expectations that hinder us from crossing the finish line. Every faith journey encounters obstacles. Just open the Bible. And my new book, Marathon Faith, Motivation from the Greatest Endurance Runners of the Bible, I write about how men and women of faith overcame obstacles and how you can do the same. Along with scriptural references, I include my own life experiences about endurance running. When things get tough, let God help you endure your race so you too can finish well. Order your copy of author John Van Pay's compelling new book, Marathon Faith, Motivation from the Greatest Endurance Runners of the Bible, at Amazon and at barnesandnoble.com. Hi, Don Crow here for WAVA, and we're partnering with the Bible League International on Open the Floodgates, Bibles for Africa. Now, our goal is to send 6,700 Bibles from the WAVA listening family to our brothers and sisters in Christ in Africa. In this region of the world, Bibles are scarce for many reasons, including the remoteness of where people live. In Ethiopia, church planters and evangelists trained using resources from Bible League International travel hours by car, by foot, to lead Bible studies in remote places. Let's send them the Bibles they need in order to share Christ and see lives transformed for His glory. You can join us here at WAVA by sending a Bible for just $5 or 15 Bibles for $75. And a limited-time matching gift will send twice as many Bibles. Just call 1-800-YES-WORD. That's 1-800-YES-WORD. Or click on the Open the Floodgates Bibles for Africa banner at WAVA.com. God bless you for caring.
And we're back. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson about to land this plane, but not yet. Let's go to Catonsville, Maryland, and talk to T, who's on the line. Hi, T. Dr. Anderson here. How are you doing? I'm well, thank you. Thank you for um, having this conversation. Mm-hmm. And I guess for me, at um, 47, I'll be 48 this year. I've never been married. So my question isn't necessarily about marriage, but I appreciate mm. how you're handling this topic. Mm. And even with the... At the end of the call, basically yeah. saying we... You know, God can use our circumstances, whatever they are, mm-hmm. to perfect us. Yeah. So I appreciate <laughs> you taking that approach because uh, it's my opinion, you know, just because someone has been married more than once, right. um, you know, whatever our biblical standing is, um, I believe that it's about personal conviction, God's conviction, because yeah. you could take Scripture and you could basically justify or condemn any action or behavior, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You could be in a man- one single marriage and wreak havoc yeah. in that marriage. You can yeah. be in a marriage for years, ignore your children, not take care of things. So yeah. um, I, I appreciate point. you at the end of that conversation really wrapping a bow around it, basically saying, um, even with the caller admitting that her children saved her life, mm-hmm. whereas someone can use a second marriage or a first marriage to perfect yeah. that person. We don't know what that person's journey or story is. So I, I just appreciate yeah. you dealing with this topic with Christianity yeah. and with grace, because um, it kind of grieves me. I think we get into whose sin is better or worse, right, right. and it's all sin. And I knew it was the Holy and we Spirit. we all need the blood. <laughs> I knew it was the Holy Spirit, T, when I was about to let that call go, and then I just asked really quickly about her own personal life and come to find out she has three children and hasn't uh, been married, right. and, and but there was no judgment. Uh, and I don't know if it was one man, two man, three man, but uh, even when you know something is wrong to do and when you do it, if God wasn't a exactly. forgiving God, if he wasn't a forgiving God, we'd all be messed up. So I'm just grateful. that Because the, the fact of the matter is it was yeah. the religious people who killed Christ. Yeah. It was the Pharisees and Sadducees who said because he didn't come the way that they expected, yeah. they couldn't receive the gift of Christ. Yeah. So we just need to be careful. I, I always say for myself, six months to make sure I'm in line and six months to ensure that I keep it together. Mm, mm, I'm a mm. job in and of myself. Well, so I really don't have time for all the other dynamics. That's right. Well, <laughs> and I'm not anyone's pastor. Well, but I appreciate <laughs> you handling the topic with grace and love. That's all I wanted to say. Well, I Thanks. appreciate you. God bless you, T, from Catonsville, Maryland. What a nice way to encourage my heart as we end the show. And unfortunately, can't take any more calls as i got to bring the show to a close in prayer. But I just want to thank all of you for being a part I also want to thank those of you who give regularly to the program. And, uh, again, a big shout-out to Daryl Musgrove and Bonita Lucas, some new partners who are giving regularly. And if you want to give, again, all you got to do is go to andersonspeaks.com and uh, hit the Donate button, and you can always give to continue to help us do what we do. So, all right, let's pray together. Lord Jesus, you're so good to us, and I do thank you for how you take care of us. As we uh, go, Lord, would you go with us? And as my listeners are driving or maybe they're sitting at the house somewhere, uh, would you just encourage their hearts today? In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen and amen.